I've intentionally waited for some time to pass regarding the overturning of Roe versus Wade. Over the last couple of weeks, I've watched different types of protests online. I've followed online so-called experts and people sharing their opinions. I've waited to see what the local news may highlight regarding the African-American church and its stance on the overturning of Roe versus Wade. I've even waited for my own, as we call it, in the church or home church to speak out for sending out some information in this weekly emails and announcements. I patiently waited on the sidelines you will have a platform to speak. This platform to speak. And for the most part, what I have observed online, the waiting process for even my, as we call it, church for home church, to say something. And I waited, I've heard nothing. Really, what little I've heard is some of the standard things that have been said by those who want women to have the freedom to choose and those who don't. So I've been a sideline player in the waiting game. You don't have a chat platform with which to speak. So now with this episode in the series very first episode in this series, Our Voices Matter. Episode one, African American Church, Roe versus Wade, speak loudly now for women's freedoms. Now I choose to speak and I will begin with a quote by Shirley Chisholm. who once said, you don't make progress by standing on the sidelines, whimpering and complaining. You make progress by implementing ideas. As one who has found himself standing on the sideline, waiting for others to speak, now I speak. Some who listen may agree and may disagree with my decision. The things I say, it's your choice how you pick what I say. But some who may need to hear this, they will not. Because I know the numbers regarding my podcast, a lot of those who follow my podcast are not. African American or those who may acknowledge it follow it, should I say. So I ask you to share this episode. Share this episode. 
when I say speak loudly now for women freedoms. I'm really saying speak loudly for women of color freedoms for my sisters of color. I've definitely been disenfranchised in this country. As far as their freedoms go. Or in, a, in every level imaginable. I ask you, I bring this up to say that, well, if the church doesn't speak loudly beyond, speak loudly and be heard beyond the walls, African American church, then my spiritual, earthly black sisters will continually be disenfranchised. And for those that are doing so, and I have not, uh, those who have not been aware of my, my research, this is not for you. I am celebrate you. I applaud you for standing up as you are doing. And not standing in a corner of judgment. Not standing on the sideline silent. In the history of this country, plainly, in the history, woven fabric of the history of this country. Our women have suffered all sorts of horrors and have never truly been allowed to exercise their freedoms. Someone said, well, Alfred, why are you speaking about the American church? Or perhaps the church in general, which represents Christianity as a whole. I speak because of this subject. I speak to this audience because while some are saying God is all about life. And a woman's body and that which is conceived as a life. They tend to forget. Or maybe they put the blinders on. I don't know which is the case. But the same one we all claim to believe in in the Christian community, Jesus Christ was a staunch advocate of women and their freedoms. There was a time we encountered a woman at the well. You can look it up in John, the Bible, book of John, chapter 4. You can read the text in John, chapter 4, verse 11 to 16, if you so choose. It's John, chapter 4, verse 11 to 16, where he encountered a woman at a well. Or another race, even, a Samaritan woman, another religious class. And he engaged her in a conversation. Though she was there to draw physical water, he gave her hope beyond the physical. He spoke to her in a time when those of the Jewish faith and those of the American faith, as they saw God, worship God, did not engage each other, definitely not a man, with a woman at a well or in another setting in this patriarchal society, male-dominated society. And he gave her hope beyond what she came there for. He gave her words that spoke life beyond the life that the water provides. And there's the text at Matthew chapter 9, the book of, book of Matthew chapter 9, verse 22, when there was a woman with an issue 
administration issue and all the healthcare professionals of the time because not seeing the bring her relief this woman a woman who knew that according to the law code as they believe should not touch a man she was in a state of uncleanliness and purity yet this woman has heard about this man this and in Jesus, this healer, this God in the flesh as we believe, the Christian faith. She heard about this man and uh, she felt that she could just reach him. She would receive the healing that the healers, the physicians at the time would not give her. So she According to the text, maneuvered her way somehow through the crowd in this state of impurity, according to the law code of the time. She reached out to his garment, touched his garment, according to that text. And the story goes on how, how power went out and she was healed. He did not condemn her, he did not speak down to her, he embraced her. Embrace her because she knew the one thing she had was the freedom to move and to go and to seek, in spite of the consequences. After chapter 9, you can look at that text story. Then I'll move on to John because I'm not a pastor or a preacher, and I pretend, or a part, according to the labels of Sebastian and information because. As a member of the African American church community, I must speak. I speak now. And I just be standing on the sidelines. When I have this platform on which to speak. There's another woman who's about to be stoned to death according to John, the biblical book of John, chapter 8, verses 3 through 11, for the act of adultery. And those of us of the Christian faith know somewhat some of the story of the story. Where he intervened, Jesus intervened and prevented the stoning of this woman. He was an advocate, each and every one of these cases for a woman's right to choose how she would engage and live her life. In spite of ritualistic rules and regulations, a right that's been basically hers from the beginning of creation. Because if those who want to really go back there, you go back to the Genesis account, the Adam and Eve account. The biblical character Eve was not. When we looked down on she was one to be a companion thereof, to work alongside thereof, to how she was created or made an intellect, according to the biblical account. You can read it as you see fit, interpret it as you see fit, but I believe she was created with all the freedoms given Adam in the biblical context. From the beginning hour, women have had freedom of choice. Until we, some of us men folk feel like we must 
turn around biblical texts, manipulate laws to control their position and where they their stance in this life. We don't have that power. Never had it. Never will. When I have my biblical text, some may quote about being submissive, about one man being the head, about women knowing their position. This thing called life. From the very beginning of life, women have had this freedom. These freedoms to choose. Some would say, with well, the Constitution, Get the Constitution, it says in this context. It was a, was and still is pretty much a document that was written for a certain class of people. Yes, we will fight now for a broader application with the context of life itself. Members of the African American Church, regardless of how you may interpret ancient text and I throw this in look at Numbers chapter 11 if you want to look at something that regarding God's stance on what should not should or should not be done in certain cases of a child being conceived in certain cases that are not healthy or productive for the woman that's Numbers chapter 11 the real essence and embodiment these so-called abortion clinics is late Know what states' laws and regulations are now. 
please say it loudly. Whether you're in a protest with other folks, 